This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier, and happier life. I want to share with you the three fundamental foundational things that we need to be focused on when we have inflammatory arthritis like rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, and so on. And why do I want to get back to these three foundational core principles? It's because there's so much going on in the world right now. Uh, Right now, the virus numbers have uh, reached all new heights around the world. If you're like me, you've got loved ones, family, friends, and maybe even yourself who have come down with the virus. And uh, it's difficult times. We don't know what's going to happen throughout the next 12 months. Uh, We don't know if life's going to return completely to normal this year uh, or how things will look in the future. And so there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of fear, frankly, um, not just in the autoimmune community, but around the world affecting everyone, whether or not they had a pre-existing medical condition or not. And so today I want to come back to just some real fundamental stuff. And so in doing that, we can just say, look, take a deep breath. As long as we're working on these things, we can then know that at least that aspect of our responsibility in life, which is appropriately managing our autoimmune disease, is in good order. And so let's get started on that with the very first and foundational principle, which is we need to never have more than low inflammation levels. Ideally, none, of course, a condition where we're uh, really, we're not in a, a really aggressive or a, um, a heavily inflamed state. This is essential. It's not only essential from a point of view of protecting your joints, uh, because the more inflammation in any one particular joint will cause a proportional amount of degradation of the joint, the cartilage, and so on. And so, We really want to make sure that we're in a low inflammation or no inflammation state to the best of our ability for that reason. And if that was the only reason, that would be valid enough. But there is another reason that I pay close attention to because I'm in the business of wanting people to have maximum health and minimum symptoms. And with that, maximum health includes the gut health. And when we have high inflammation levels, we simultaneously have high intestinal permeability. And this matters to me in the world that I sort of teach and am engaged with daily because leaky gut or intestinal permeability is one of the underlying drivers of inflammatory arthritis. And so we want to protect our joints by having low inflammation levels, but we also want to reduce intestinal permeability, which is also linked to high inflammation levels. And what do I mean by that? Studies have shown that there is a directly proportional relationship between the amount of leaky gut or intestinal permeability and 
joint inflammation in inflammatory arthritis patients. In Crohn's disease, which is a hyperintestinal permeability state, they did an experiment where they reduced the inflammation in patients pharmaceutically, and this coincided with a dramatic reduction in intestinal permeability. And so likewise, across the various approaches of, of looking at this, we know that if we can get inflammation down, we get leaky gut down. And likewise, if we can reduce leaky gut, then we also can reduce inflammation. And so there's this dance between the two. And it's not always obvious as to which one is happening first. It's a bit chicken and the egg sort of situation. But we know that if we get the inflammation down or we get leaky gut down, we're going to uh, serve both purposes. And that's crucial. It's crucial for long-term health because ongoing leaky gut long-term leads to ongoing high inflammatory levels, which leads to the joint destruction and surgeries, joint replacements, deformities, and all the ugly things that we don't like about inflammatory arthritis. So that's number one. Never try and push through high levels of pain. Never give it months and months and months and months and months. Get the inflammation under control. See your rheumatologist. Say, what can I do? Let's look at the drug situation at the moment. What medications can we shift on? This isn't working. Be proactive. You're the CEO of your health condition. No one's going to switch out the situation and make it better unless you are pulling the strings. You're in control of the most important aspect of your life, which is your health. So be the boss, act like a boss, make decisions so that you protect your joints. Okay, so that's number one. And of course, we'll talk about lifestyle in a minute, things you can do there. But Number one, never persist long with high inflammation levels for a long period of time. It actually retards the ability to make progress with your lifestyle interventions. Okay, so if it's not coming down and you're throwing everything at it, all of the lifestyle things, speak to your doctor and get it under control. You can always taper meds in the future. That's something that is really frequently reported by guests on our podcast, okay? Coming, going on a disease-modifying drug or biologic and then later taping it down or extending the periods between the, the injections, for example. This is commonly discussed, all right? And there's a well-trodden well path for that. But what isn't common is to be massively inflamed, to push through month after month after month, year after year, and, uh, and suddenly have that crazy breakthrough with a supplement or something. It doesn't happen. Okay, the next thing we want to talk about is we don't want to use counterproductive medications. Counterproductive medications are ones that cause more gut leakiness, okay? So it comes back to that once again. And this means that we don't want to be on long-term use of prednisone or prednisolone. We don't want to be taking long-term use of antacids, proton pump inhibitors, we don't want to be taking non-steroidal anti-inflammatories long-term if we can avoid it. You can read for yourself on the packet. Don't take longer than X many days. I mean, it's not, this, isn't, this isn't rocket science stuff. And then we also need to be very cautious with the use of antibiotics. And I know there's a, a, a portion of the autoimmune community who follow the Brown protocol 
which is related to low dose of antibiotics. But that is a that is a tiptoey, delicate approach that is well documented within that community, and it's not an approach that uh, that I've ever, you know, it's not an approach I've gone down personally. In fact, for me personally, my rheumatoid arthritis was created by antibiotics. I took long-term doxycycline for five consecutive years for acne when I was a teenager. And then uh, when I was uh, just after I uh, turned 30, I uh, went to the Middle East and entertained the troops over there as part of an entertainment group from Australia. And um, I was doing stand-up comedy, in case you wanted to know. Not much humour in these videos. I'm sorry about that. But, uh, uh, you know, we're focused here on on more of the science and disease side of things. But on that trip, I had to take the same exact doxycycline before, during and after for malaria prevention. So three months more of the same doxycycline. And uh, shortly after returning from that trip, I developed the onset of rheumatoid arthritis. So, and I've shown in other studies, other podcasts, uh, so much content I've shared about antibiotics and inflammatory arthritis. And we know that there is an association of more antibiotics leads to more risk of rheumatoid. It's that simple, right? And therefore, we've got to be careful if we have antibiotics in our treatment protocol because uh, antibiotics are like bulldozers and chainsaws in the delicate Amazon rainforest of our microbiome. So I'm just saying be cautious with all these drugs, the proton pump inhibitors, the prednisone, the non-steroidals and the antibiotics. All of it, there is a place there is a place for the appropriate use of these medications. When you discuss with your rheumatologist, though, just bring up these sort of discussions that I share with you and just say, hey, but maybe long term, uh, is there an appropriate uh, drug that's designed for long term use? And they will be forthcoming and enthusiastic about discussing biologic drugs and disease modifying drugs, which are appropriate long-term drugs for autoimmune arthritis. And that's where the emphasis of your long-term path should be, in my personal opinion, and discuss that with the rheumatologist, because those drugs, the disease-modifying drugs and the biologic drugs, I have seen uh, transformational results with the Patterson program, which is the program we recommend, to uh, see people be able to tremendously improve their, their level of symptoms whilst taking those drugs. Because keep in mind, just because you're on those drugs uh, quite often doesn't mean that you become symptom-free. So there's often symptoms there to play with when you're experimenting with your lifestyle interventions. And so on to the third and final point, which is we need to engage with all lifestyle interventions that are scientifically supported to improve our inflammatory arthritis symptoms. Just changing diet is great, all right? We know the studies show that the more plants you eat, the more whole food plant-based diet that you go towards, then the better off you're going to be in terms of gut leakiness, oxidative stress, intestinal permeability, long-term outcome with rheumatoid arthritis, and so on. So we want to go down that path. Is it enough? Uh, quite often, it's not enough. It is the foundational concrete slab of a house. That's what the diet is. So we shouldn't expect that the end game is just to change our diet and then after a month say, this hasn't cured me. 
this, I'm, I've still got pain. This doesn't work. I'm going back to, you know, the old ways and doing what I used to do or jumping on to some other unscientifically supported fat, uh, dietary fat. So no, what we need to appreciate is that we are David. The battle we're trying to fight is Goliath. And we need to get all aspects of the lifestyle interventions in place. We need to put action across the board with not just the diet, but also exercise, also address our stress levels, really review where we're at in terms of our interpersonal stresses at work and our, yeah, our close family relationships and stuff, and really work on that. We need to look at our supplements and we just have to, from across the board, get all of these things um, in order. Exercise deficiency is probably the biggest uh, issue I see amongst people who are interested in lifestyle changes, but who are still not seeing the results they want. Um, remaining on the counterproductive medications for long periods is also probably an equal number one or number two issue for most people. And, and again, coming back to trying to push through high inflammation levels, it's not going to work. You're just constantly creating more leaky gut. So I hopefully have, have helped you with some clarity and some direction. 2022, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, we don't know, as I said, <laughs> where this is going to go. And uh, my prayers, my thoughts are with you and your family. And if you're in a tough time right at this moment, uh, things change, you know, things change. Uh, just get the fundamentals right and you will be able to uh, at least get this part of your life under control. We can help you. We have a support group. I would start with the Patterson program. Head over to pattersonprogram.com. It's a do-it-yourself program. All the information you need there across the board is laid out step-by-step scientifically supported by over 300 references. Get started on that. But if you want some support right off the bat, you can join the support group as well. And uh, we offer coaching. I personally will help you on a day-to-day, um, in a day-to-day manner. Um, in fact, now I'm done with this video, I'm going to log in there and, and help members of our community uh, support group right now. So I hope that's helpful. Stay strong, keep it up. And uh, life's better when you're healing. Get into it. And uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com. Thank you.